Bankers talk a different language. Or do they? If you're an entrepreneur that's looking for financing from a bank, lender, or an investor, then tune in to this week's episode to discover some things you should know. Welcome to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher, and this is my podcast. This is one of two podcasts I try to put out every single week for entrepreneurs to listen to and to take advantage of in hopes that maybe something I say will put a stone in their shoe and annoy them into action, or it will encourage them to keep going down a path that they're currently on. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you for all of the love that you guys send my way with the comments and the shares and the likes. Um, I in particularly love the text messages from folks that know me, uh, know me outside of LinkedIn and Facebook and the interwebs and uh, take the time to send me a note and ask me questions. It's really, really great because I know that what this is doing is helping somebody out there that needs it. And that's really my hope. Um, This isn't a paid thing. There's no sponsorship here. This is really just me as a talking head trying to help some entrepreneurs that might feel like they don't really have anywhere to turn to get some very practical advice on how to run their business, something that they can uh, listen to. And then when they're done listening to it, they can go into their business and do something with it. And this week's episode is all about bankers and how they talk a different language. Or do they? I have spent, if you know me or if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you'll know that I've spent a couple of decades working in finance, in in particular small, medium-sized business finance, uh, all the way from mortgages and loans straight through to private investment and everything in between. And I can tell you that one of the consistent themes that comes out of Virtually all of my experiences helping entrepreneurs get financing is this massive gap that exists between how entrepreneurs view their business, how they understand their business, and then how a banker, a lender, or an investor uh, considers their business. And I use the terms banker, lender, and investor pretty frequently, and a lot of folks say, Dylan, like, what's the difference between all of them? And so, good question. Uh, I look at a banker as someone that works for one of the major banking institutions, and uh, a banker tends to have usually the cheapest money, hardest criteria to meet, but um, is kind of you know in that in that one box of you know we're the we're the we're the you know I want to say best place, but not not necessarily best place, but they tend to be licensed as banks or as insurance companies or as trust companies, and so that's kind of how I think of banks. I think of lenders as anyone who doesn't fall under the banking act um someone that, or a company that doesn't have a license to engage in banking they don't take deposits they don't have an ATM network they they don't issue GICs they just tend to be pools of capital and those can be mostly investment pools but they lend their money so they don't look to invest it they look to lend it in hopes of getting it back and then of course investors covers a wide range of folks and companies that make um, investments into business. So not necessarily debt. Most times they're buying equity in a business or they're doing kind of a hybrid of a debt and an equity type uh, instrument. But if you've ever heard me use bank, lender, or investor, 
Uh, that's how I use them. And that's why I use them because I do believe that they are different pools of money that you can go to for your business. And in doing that, you're going to have to know how to talk their language. And at the end of the day, no one's going to know your business as well as you do. No one is going to understand all the little tiny nuances that that your business has, why you are so uh, incredibly hopeful about the future, why your business needs money. No banker, no lender, no investor, no one is ever going to care about your business as much as you do because you're the one that has uh, the most um, uh, invested in it and the most vested uh, in it in terms of what the uh, the hopeful outcomes are. And so when you're talking to a bank or a lender or an investor, you really have to take the approach of, okay, hang on. Let me see if I could put on their hat for a minute and let me look at this particular deal from their end. And here's an example. Um, I had a, a company looking for a couple hundred thousand dollars this week. And when uh, through their bridge cap account, which I've been promoting recently is something that every entrepreneur should have. So if you don't have one, get over to bridgecap.ca and get yourself one. But through their BridgeCap account, they had purchased a deal package because they wanted to get their financing request in front of uh, our database of lenders and uh, profiled lenders, by the way. So we match the deal to the lender. But all that aside, they wanted a couple hundred thousand dollars. And as we went back and forth and put the deal package together, the, the questions, um, you know, one of the very first questions that a banker will ask is, what is your use of proceeds? What are you using this money for? And an entrepreneur is going to say, well, what do you care? I need it for my visa. I need it to um, pay off my work, you know, my line of credit. Um, I personally have, you know, obviously I put a ton of money into the business. And so I'd like to take some money out of the business. And there's kind of like this, <laughs> there's like this wish list of things that someone's going to want a banker to fund for them or a lender or an investor. But Banks and lenders in particular need a specific use of funds. For example, are you purchasing a piece of equipment? Because if you are, you need to get an equipment loan. Do you have a gap between your receivables and your payables? Because if you do, that's working capital. Are you looking to term out or lower the payments on higher interest debt? So could we give you a term loan? Are you looking to buy a business? Because that's probably going to be a term loan. Are you looking to improve the space that your business operates in? That's probably a tenant improvements loan. So I think entrepreneurs generally think, well, you know, banks, lenders, investors, they just have these big bags of money and they're just waiting to give it out to people. And the truth is they kind of are, but they really need to know specifically what it's for. And so if you're going to, to the extent that you can't articulate specifically where the money is going, that will be the extent to which you are unsuccessful in being approved for the financing that your business needs. So what do you need to do? Well, in talking with a banker, you need to very specifically say, here's what we need the money for. We need $88,000 to pay off the government. We need $50,000 to term out our credit card debt. We have two $25,000 credit cards we use in the business. We no longer need them. We'd like to pay them off quickly. So we would want to term it out over five years and pay, pay, simply just pay it off. And so when talking to anyone that is going to fund your business, the more you can be specific about what you need the money for, greater your chances are of getting approved. But more importantly than that, you have to be able to explain how did you arrive at this point? How did you end up owing the government money? How did you end up maxing out your credit cards? And what have you done to fix the problem? Because if we're, if you already have that money, for example, you already owe the government the money. Uh, 
So what are we going to do? Step in and just replace the money that you owe the government? Well, why would we do that? And so being able to look at your request through the eyes of a lender, you should be able to start thinking through some things that seem obvious if you are not you. And something like, hey, I'd like to borrow some money. Why? Well, just because. Probably wouldn't get you very excited about lending money to that particular individual or to that particular cause. As opposed to someone who has really thought through what they need, why they need it, how they arrived at the moment they're in right now, and what they've done to fix any underlying problems that they had experienced so that they can uh, not make the same mistakes again and ultimately become a good candidate for the money. Now, (laughs) this is one of many things that come up when talking to a banker, but to the extent that you do not have a way to answer this that very basic question at that kind of level, you're going to end up finding that the lenders in the marketplace that are going to give your business money, or the bankers or investors, that are going to give your your business any kind of financing, they're going to do it at a higher rate of interest. They're going to evaluate your business now, now not on the basis of what your plans are, but rather on the basis of what assets you have, what your cash flow looks like, what your personal net worth statement looks like, what your personal credit score looks like. So you're going to look at all these other things in place of the lack of plan that you were not able to give them. I don't know if that's proper grammar, the lack of plan, or the lack of details, rather, that you weren't able to give to them. And so if you know, I like to think of it this way uh, when talking with entrepreneurs. Imagine that on, you know, on, you know, like a scale, on one side of the scale is the interest rate. And on the other side of the scale um, uh, is the um, pile of information that you do or don't have. And they, they kind of work in flux. So the less information you have, the higher, the heavier your interest rate is going to be. Whereas the more information that you make available to a lender that is considering providing your um business with financing, the more information you can give to them, specific information, the lighter the interest rate will be. So if you can imagine it like a scale, then then that's how I how how it is. And that's usually how I talk to entrepreneurs about it. And hopefully for you that's helpful. I think uh I might end up doing a few more episodes, um, like a part two or a part three to this, because uh there's there just are many other other conversation pieces that come up that entrepreneurs get very frustrated by. But guess what? So do bankers, lenders, and investors. There's just this gap that exists. And you can begin to narrow that gap or you can step into that gap by being able to articulate specifically what you need the money for, how you're going to use it, why you need it, and what you've done to fix your business so that you never need it again. Or if you do, it's a positive thing, not a negative thing. And you might be thinking, Dylan, you know, my business doesn't, you know, maybe I'm not looking for money today or I'm looking for it in the future. And so I'm saying to you, great, then now that you've heard this, run your business um, with this concept in mind. If you think you're going to need money for growth, specifically, what do you need it for? Banks don't like funding soft costs. They don't like funding, quote unquote, marketing costs, or they don't like funding consultant costs. But they sure love funding improvements to your space. They love funding inventory. They love funding equipment. They love funding working capital. So there are things that bankers, lenders, and investors get excited about. And you should know what those are because as you're growing your business or as you're managing your business, you want to have an eye on 
what is it that we could use some financing for? And because Dylan said we need to articulate a plan, let's get working on that plan today. Maybe we never need money, but at some point, every business needs money if they're going to grow because many businesses simply don't have the margins that allow them to grow off their own cash flow. So lots to unpack here. Hopefully some of this uh, you found valuable. Again, I'm always available to um, answer your questions. If you fire me a note across LinkedIn, which is where I tend to spend most of my time these days um, in the messages section, then that would be great. I am recently on Facebook, so feel free to reach out there if you want, or just send me an email, dylan at bridgecap.ca. Go get yourself a BridgeCap account. Every entrepreneur, in my opinion, should have one. And uh, let me help you walk through whatever it is that you're trying to figure out relative to getting financing for your business. Bankers do talk a different language, just different than what you're used to talking about, but it's not a language that you can't learn. So hopefully you found this episode helpful and I might end up doing just a follow-up episode to this one or maybe even a few more to teach you or to share with you a few more things about what bankers, lenders, and investors are looking for when they fund your business. So thanks for tuning in. Please rate or share or provide some comments on this podcast because when you do that, it does get in front of other entrepreneurs that could benefit from the content that is here. And given that 50% of entrepreneurs will have failed by their fifth year in business, that maybe you interacting with this content will uh, maybe help an entrepreneur not become one of those statistics because they'll hear something that helps them make a a left-hand turn um, and make better decisions to help them save <laughs> save their business. So that might be a little bit over the top, but the point is uh, it'd be great if you could do that because someone else might benefit from what they hear on this podcast. So thanks for tuning in, and I sure hope that you will join me uh, next week on Dylan's podcast. <laughs>